Today, we have something kind of neat. I was able to poke and prod Ryan Sage a little bit and get you guys uh, some savings on some cool merch. So use code PODCAST23 at checkout. Save yourself 20% on any FD merch. You can, hats, shirts, lanyards, whatever it is. You can't get this sign. That's mine. We're not getting that one. But basically everything else, use code PODCAST23 at checkout. Save yourself 20%. Rep some FD shirts, some hats, whatever. And we'll see you out there. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to The Outer Zone, the official podcast of Formula Drift. My name is Jacob Gettins, and next to me, Mr. Kyle Mayhew. Um, you guys actually have seen Kyle's work uh, this entire year. So Kyle is the person who's cutting all the clips. Uh, he's assembling everything. He's getting everything ready to go for us. Uh, covers all that stuff. So if you've got some favorite clips, this is the person to talk to. <laughs> or something you don't like so much. It's kind of my fault. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, same thing. Same complaint, yeah. uh, complaint line. So... Uh, as we talked about on the last show, we are going to get into rumors. We're going to talk about a couple of different things that uh, that we've heard going on at Formula Drift. Um, yeah, just just drifting rumors. Like we, we all love the gossip, right? That's why we're here. Yeah, talk about some of the changes, things that are, uh, you know, floating around the internet, and see if we can't uh, straighten some of them out or create a couple more. I'm I'm down <laughs> to just create more rumors. I mean, I want to yeah, like I mean, that answer more fun anyway. Yeah, I want to answer whatever we can, but then just start a whole For other sure. batch of them. So, um, I mean, what's what's easy pickings? What what do we Easy what do we start things. off with? I mean, I say we could start off with uh, LZ. LZ, that's yeah. that's a good one. So, talked about it in the last show. Obviously, LZ did win the event, did fairly well this year, everything considered, only running four events. Uh, but the real question is, there's been no announcement around LZ's plans for next year. Yeah, that's right. Is he going to run a full year? Uh, what's going on with RTR? Are they building another car? I know the comments go crazy for him running that E36 <laughs> in FD. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, what are your thoughts on it? What do you think is going to happen? I mean, I think from a business standpoint, um, the best thing would be for him to, to stick with RTR. Obviously, when he ran the S15, it was really cool, but it's a lot of logistics. And, and I feel like Adam is at a point where he wants just to drive and to have less stress. And by running his own program again, that is just more stress. And, and don't get me wrong, like he hires incredible people. He does run a really tight ship. But at the end of the day, you are still the person doing it, as opposed to RTR, where it's much, much more of an arrive and drive. Well, that and the chassis too, right? The chassis is already figured out. Um, I mean, it did take him a year to kind of get the hang of it, we'll say, but yeah. I mean, he proved everybody that he know to everybody that he knows what he's doing in Jersey. So, um, I mean, I'd like to see him in the stay in the Mustang. I don't think that E36 uh, can work for FD. I don't want it to anyways. <laughs> no offense to all the BMW people. I just don't think it's <laughs> but, as competitive as a lot of people think. Like, it's is it a great car? Yeah. Is he an incredible driver in it? For sure. But 100%. is it a pro-level car? I, I would say no. Right. And again, it has to conform to all the rules. I mean, I don't know all the specifics of exactly how it was built, but there might be some things that are keeping it from being FD legal, right? That uh, will yeah. change the competitiveness of the car. I'm sure there's somebody in the in the comments already typing 100%. and like giving me the entire build list with references to videos yeah. and stuff. But yeah, I think as like a business case, it makes the most sense for him to to stick with RTR. I really see no reason why he should change. But that being said, like I don't know what the contract's like. I don't know what you know. With Chelsea retiring, that's what are the that's plans? What I was right? going to roll into right. So now like there's we'll we'll say an extra seat at RTR up for grabs. Um, you have is he still going to do four um, four events? and split with Vaughn again, like, yeah. because he did have more success this year, this past year. So, I mean, I'd like to see him at more events now that he's more comfortable in the car. That being said, LZ World Tour is a, a big undertaking, so. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, he's he's driving more than ever and getting into more ventures and, and there's so much more going on. Like, does it make sense to keep competing? And does he even need to keep competing in FD? That's the real question, That's the right? other thing too. Like, 
it seemed like this year he was having more fun with not having to worry about the championship implications and just kind of uh, coming in and being a disruptor. Like yeah. you're always talking about disruptors in the sport. And I think like he was one this year. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I think it'd be cool either way. It, it would be kind of interesting to see what he would do with that free time, but he'd probably just fill it back in with work. 100%. So, I, don't, I don't want him to leave the sport by any means. I think no, it's, no, it's no. really good, and it, it also allows his, his platform, if you will, allows a lot of people to learn about the sport because he has such a big following, and I, I do think, you know, FD has an incentive to keep him there as well, right? Like, he's got fans. At the end of the day, he's got fans. I agree. Um, the other... I guess, like snowballing off of this is there's that extra seat at RTR. Right. With Chelsea retiring, what does that do? I mean, in the championship, it probably opens up um, a lot of things for a lot of drivers to move up the ranks, maybe. Yeah. Um, but who's going to fill that seat at RTR? <laughs> yeah. I mean, so uh, I, I would assume James Dean's contract is for more than a year, right? He's I probably going to be so. two years. Uh, or more. I mean, it doesn't make sense to do all that investment, build all that out to only run one yeah. season. So not that it's been confirmed, but I would say that that James Dean is probably a lock for at least another year. Uh, we don't know what's going on with Vaughn. Um, there's a lot of, of stuff going on in the off-road space that's like not really our thing to say, but Vaughn is very active in there. Um, so I, I yeah. liked him in that disruptor role again. Oh, like, I loved it. Yeah. Seeing like, him win in Atlanta, yeah. like, you know, just no reason, you know, not in it for the championship. Like that's um, not just winning. That was dominating. So like seeing that happen and, and him be able to do that and still walk away and still go and, and compete in the off-road stuff, I think. Yeah. That makes uh, it, that's, it's, it was just cool. It was just yeah. awesome to see, I mean, right? Who would you like to see in that seat? So, okay. So this, spot. this goes into, I mean, <laughs> I, 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 I talked about it before, I think in a, in a TikTok video. Um, I think there's a bunch of names that are floating around. We'll get to the obvious one at the end. Okay. So we can see. transition into that one. Uh, but um, Travis Reader is definitely one that's always kind of floating there. He does a lot of demo work with them. Obviously, he's big friends with, uh, with Chelsea, kind of that, um, you know, being that Pacific he, Northwest. Yeah, and he's kind of always around their camp, you know. Yeah. He's always in the pits with them, so. Yeah, I, and... and would be a good fit. I, I do think it'd be a good fit. I talked about... Uh, it'd be cool to see a Jeff Jones there. Uh, whether or not I think it'll happen is a whole other story. Um, you know, it, without, I, I don't want to get into like the whole total business of FD, but like you don't just like show up and, and Vaughn throws you a set of keys and says, you're a great driver, you should do this. That's <laughs> yeah. a marketing machine. So you need to, you know, there's probably approvals by sponsors. There's approvals by the team. You have to have a plan. You have to, you know, have a, a contingency with and it. And you have to fit the brand identity as well, right? Like, exactly. You can't just be somebody... Um, completely out of left field, right? Yeah, and and I mean, here's the other thing that we haven't touched on is like, it could be, we, we nobody would have expected James Dean to come over. So it could be somebody completely different. It could be a driver that, you know, maybe has been on their radar for a long time, but we haven't thought about maybe another monster driver from another series. You could see like a Bagsy. Like, I mean, if you want to go wild, right? Like, it could happen. I, I'm going to I'm gonna say <clears throat> I would stick with another Irish sport. I'd like to see Jack Shanahan come over and drive it. Man. Just, just, to see Dean and Shanahan in the same car. Could you imagine the buyout though from Red Bull? Like what you, how much money <laughs> you would have to pay to buy out that Red Bull contract? But hey, we can all, we can I mean, wish th for that's things, the right? thing. It's just rumor yeah, mill. I think rumor. it'd be sick. I think it'd be great. I mean, let's bring all the Shanahans over uh, and just up. have, and just make a, RTR. Bunch, exactly. Yeah. 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 RTR just becomes the Shanahan team. <laughs> just they're converting them all to right hand drive. And that's oh my it. God. Well, uh, Chelsea, the, a bunch of the RTR guys were at the Ford factory in Michigan and they were showing uh, right hand drives 
650 is coming off the line. So it's, it is happening. Okay. That makes things so, easier. Um, and then do you want to get into the obvious one that, that a lot of people are talking about right now? Yeah, I mean, uh, well, with his announcement of moving up to pro and uh, leaving his current team, um, I mean, a lot of people are talking about Ben Hobson. Uh, he, he did campaign uh, a Mustang on Drift Week. Um, I mean, he's kind of, uh, I think he was at Ford Fest recently as well. Yeah. Did yeah. some driving with them. So, and obviously he's on a tear. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I think if you're if you're looking for a driver to pick up, you know, if you're a pro team and you're looking for a driver to pick up and, and move up the ranks, like Ben's the obvious choice. I mean, you don't dominate a season like that and not get the attention of somebody, right? Exactly. I mean, also if he's gonna leave that field team and that field car, in my mind it has to be for something big. Yeah, I, I agree. And, and I mean, I, there's undeniable ties with uh, his family and Ford. I mean, his dad yeah. owned, I believe owned, or at least worked at or upper management of a Ford dealership. So there, there's something there. But I would obviously put on the contrary. That is a massive, I mean, one, um, Ben's got a good social media presence, but it is not massive, right? So there's there's a bit of a, a bit of a drawback there. It's not like he's got a huge YouTube series. It's not like he's a, a world-renowned international driver, Um you know, and it's not, and but but maybe he went the route that Chelsea Denofa did. That's right? right. I was going to say, I think he's he's also at that point where his talent uh, can do a lot of the talking and yeah. bring him to that level, right? I would also say though, like you could take everything that you've learned from Odie Bakshi's and move into pro, right? Like you you could you're spending so much time in that car, you yeah. know, you take some pictures, you just build your own version of it, right? Also true. I mean, you could do that and run also your true. own program and, and show what you're able to do there. So uh, it, it just depends. Like, does he, it depends on what he wants his career to look like, right? At the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. Yeah. And I mean, at the end of the day, I don't even know which I would prefer. Uh, like, I yeah, know. Gonna, right? Like, I want to see him in the Mustang just to see if the skills translate over from the, uh, from the S chassis. But at the same time, I like seeing new cars and different cars. I'd like somebody to build something just radically different and new and come in. And uh, again, we always talk about those disruptors. I want to see someone come in and, you know, ruffle a few feathers, even if they don't place well, just mess things up, change it, uh, bring in a new chassis that kind of, you know. Yeah. And and I guess the the final point to that is, does RTR want to risk a rookie? Because like that is a huge thing. And this isn't, um, this isn't, you know, a a shot at Adam LZ by any means, but like he definitely struggled in the beginning and there was some negative reflection to that in his, in his first season where people were like, oh, whatever. Obviously now. Right? Yeah. yeah, and obviously now that I think he's shut a lot of them up. <laughs> um, but do you, as a as a brand, want to associate yourself with a rookie? Right. It's it's because it is a risk. Like Ben could get into pro, and all of that insanity that we saw in pro spec disappears. Agreed. Right? You're going to get just humbled with the quick. Tire, yeah, uh, the tire difference and just uh, the extra four rounds. Uh, yeah, that's a that's kind of like a big thing to take into consideration. So yeah. Uh, speaking of tires. All right. Yeah, great segue. Yeah, um, let's go. So uh, obviously, we've got a lot of the tire companies locked down right now. Um, one of the interesting changes that happened recently was uh, Kenda releasing Forrest Wang, right? Yeah, which, which has I mean, some big implications. It does, right? So I mean, from everything we've heard, right, uh, he's returning next year, but what's he going to be on? Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, there's a lot of brands that would love to, you know, obviously have Forrest Wang with them, but he has worked with Zecnova for a long time. So is this the opportunity for Zecnova to try and jump into FD with a, with a top-tier, you know, very highly regarded and respected driver? Uh, right. And on that note as well, I mean, not that he would want to jump brands, but uh, Vitor definitely, or Vitor, they shook things up last year. And 
I could I could see a lot of drivers having to make some hard decisions in this off season of, you know, is that the tire they're choosing? Are they are they jumping brands to those tires because they were yeah. fairly competitive uh, with Rome and and in the early early part of the season? I know Cash had some some luck with it, so yeah. um, I don't know. It'd be I'd, I'd be interested to see him on those on those tires because that car that hooked up would be something to see. But yeah, yeah, I think I think it would be very interesting to see him make that jump. Um, I just it's going to come down to contracts, right? It's going to come down to um, supply and demand as well. Like, what is Zach Nova able to supply? Are they able to produce a tire that meets the standards yeah. of FD? Now, obviously, you know we saw Kenda come in, definitely struggled a little bit. Um, one of the best party tires out there, best bang for buck for the longest time. Uh, and then coming into FD, it's it is similar to a uh, Ben or anybody moving into pro. You go from this level up to pro. It is very different. Yeah. Um, that being said, though, we did see that Kenda was back out at Irwindale testing a new compound. So, you know, you you come into FD, you have a very long lasting tire, which is great. Uh, I didn't see any like DLAM issues. I didn't see any like major falling apart issues. So they're strong, but they just didn't have the grip that. That yeah, guys from an outsider's for. perspective, yeah. that's what it seemed like. Again, yeah. I mean, I don't talk with all the drivers or anything, but that's what it seemed like. However, like I said, if they're <laughs> addressing those issues, maybe they're forced to be reckoned with next year. Right? Yeah, yeah, it could be. And and the other part that we haven't talked about at all is, is there a different brand that's potentially trying to come into FD right. that we don't know about? Yeah. Um, there is tire testing that goes on constantly. Uh, if you... I mean, if you hey, listen, if you go to FD, here's a here's a fun tip for you, and I'm sure I'm gonna get in trouble for this one. If you go to FD, go walk over to tire stacks or go see where all the used tires are. Take a look, see if you see something different in there. Cause yep. every once in a while, you know, during open practice, your first practice, the the regulations are a little looser about what you can and can't do. So I mean, yeah, you wanna you wanna start some rumors, <laughs> go check out the yeah. used tire pile, see what you find. See what's in there. Yeah. And see how they're lasting and comparing, right? I do it all the time. Yeah, honestly, I'm I'm over there like <laughs> like looking and you know trying to figure out what driver ran what and see who's who's got alignment setups and and things like that. So, yeah, uh, tires are always. I mean, I feel like we could talk for an hour about tires. Well, talking of <clears throat> tires and how they last, I mean, that kind of brings us into uh, Florida. Yeah, right? OS, yeah. Well, OSW or is it? I see, <laughs> and this is what's it, interesting. Um, I feel like FD is being a little vague. Is about, that on purpose? It could be. Um, yeah. You know, I think the other big talk is is uh, Freedom Factory. Uh, I I don't think I'm going out on any stretch of a limb to say that there's probably been some sort of conversation. I Cletus, would hope so. Yeah, I, I would I would think from like FD's due diligence and Cletus as a businessman, there would be some sort of talks going on. And just myself <laughs> as a fan of both, I mean, that would be perfect. That'd be incredible. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, it's uh, just the content to come out of there, and I think it would help grow the sport as well. You know, just uh, get more people of. Yeah, you know, the drag racing background kind of hooked. Get can everybody you, hooked because that's all it takes, right? Is going to one event live to just be hooked. Can you imagine like Cletus is like the grand marshal, right? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> he's, he's like the up. director of the events, that kind of thing. To get like a little staff of like bush light. I just think I can just picture him on the start line with Sopa. Oh my god, that'd be incredible, <laughs> right? Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I I think Orlando's has been. It's kind of like the next Irwindale almost. Where people are talking about like how long is it going to be around for? Yeah. Like when's our last Orlando? Like, you know, OSW's got is is absolutely soaked in history. It is definitely a cool track. Um, this year they've they've updated um, a few things with it to make it a little bit easier on the drivers, paving some of that runoff, repairing some holes and things like that. Um, you what? know, they brought in the big boat with the fan to make sure the smoke <laughs> clears out. The like they're making boat? improvements, yeah. Florida improvements. That being said, though, I, I know that they're 
they were originally going to run a new layout, which uh, I guess a couple of drivers, or it didn't work out well for the drivers, so they had to scrap it. So is that another thing? If they do stick with OSW, um, are they going to revisit that uh, secondary layout? Right, yeah. I know, because I I was... <laughs> I was sim, for it. I was sim practicing with, uh, with a couple of drivers just to, uh, you know, get yeah. the hang of it, and then it turns out we didn't need to, so... Yeah, um, I think the biggest issue with that was just tire wear. That, I, like, they just could not keep the tires yeah. on the car. I mean... That makes sense. <laughs> they can't make the tires last on the old layout, and it was a, quite a bit more full throttle. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, it, it was interesting. And, and on that point as well, uh, there's so much discussion about tires and tire sizing and all that stuff. Uh, obviously, it's kind it, of your favorite topic. I, I love tires. <laughs> I know I get back to tires, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I just I'd like I ask drivers, and I think it's a good a good sounding board to get their opinions on. You know, kind of without the pressure. I mean, there's a little bit of pressure on the show, but not a ton. Um, you know, could we see, maybe not this year, but in the next couple of years, FD start to take into account what these drivers are saying and, and start to regulate tire size a bit more? You know, obviously, we've got the tire-to-width to ratio now. Could we see that change? I mean, I, at some point. I mean, as, as somebody who has watched uh, every single episode, you have some <laughs> conflicting uh, opinions in there. I, yeah, some of people course. are all for making the cars as gripped up as possible, uh, they like your idea of you know the, the tires only lasting one lap and part of that that pit stop is part of the uh, the event. But you know there are a lot of other people who just want to let's slow it down, make the tandem closer, uh, make it less of a drag race. So I don't think there's a consensus yet. Since he just walked by, should we just start a rumor about Alec Robbins? I mean, I saw Ula Jäger walk by too. Him, yeah. yeah, he just walked by. I wonder. I wonder if we should start a, a rumor for Alec. Um, he could be the next RTR driver. Oh, put him in a Mustang. See yeah, I think it'd be good. I think it'd be great. I think it'd be great. I mean, I, he's he's <laughs> so gone you're, now. You're trying to see if you. you can I just want to see. Back I want, around the corner. Yeah, yeah, I want to see if I get a smile out of him or something. But uh, yeah, <laughs> maybe yeah. Yeah, yeah. You never know. I mean, maybe maybe he replaces Ben. Maybe Odie runs three cars. Um, maybe Papadakis makes another car. I don't know. It'd be cool to see Alec on a on a team like that. I know he's a. I agree. Yeah, I, I mean, I know he. I think he's had some right. bad luck over the past, especially last season, and just you know, getting into a program that uh, that where he could just focus on driving would definitely go very far with him. I think that's with anybody. I think sure. I I do think if you want to start, I mean, this I, we didn't even schedule this rumor, but. Uh, <laughs> If you really want to see what could be changing in FD next, I think it's going to be more teams. I agree. I, I, think, I think people yeah. have seen the value of teaming up, uh, co-developing cars, uh, sharing setup information. And Parts, logistics, everything. Yeah, 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 exactly. Sharing the resources. Well, almost every other racing series. I mean, obviously, we're here at PRI. You, you look around, there's race cars everywhere. Almost all of them have a companion car on a team because it makes sense, right? Yeah, exactly. And you can test two things at once. Like, that's a huge one. Well, and like you said, it, it, it you're less likely to go up head-to-head -head against your teammate. And yeah. even if you do, at least you're like, okay, well, somebody from our team is going on. Yeah. Going on to the next round and helping develop further and use that knowledge, right? I mean, obviously, the field team crushed it this year, in yeah. my opinion, right? Um, so, yeah, I mean... Uh, <laughs> and we didn't get a good segue on this one. What's, what do we got next on the topic uh, list? Drivers. Ooh, um, good call. Uh, who's Who's... Who do we think's coming in? Who's who's coming up from Prospect? Uh, yeah. yeah. So let, let's talk about drivers this season and some some changes. So obviously, Denofa retiring, leaving. Right. Um, we saw Darren Kelly leave partway through the season. Yeah. Uh, after kind of a cryptic post about some logistical issues, not being able to get the car there, and then we didn't see Darren 
again. Yeah. Uh, I don't have any info. I would love to have some info on it. I mean, I've seen a couple of social media posts of people trying, egging him on to bring his R35 over. Ooh, it'd be yeah. sick. Um, and I mean, I would like to see it. Yeah. Nothing against the Aston. I just, for him to be successful, it's really tough to develop that chassis here. And I'm sure it would, it's probably less expensive to run than R35. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. It, it, I think there's, there's always that trade-off between having a car that's incredible but very difficult to drive and then a car that is very easy to drive but isn't all that incredible. The, the ultimate comparison is him and Odie Bakshi's. Oh, I was going right? to say Federico. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Federico, which yeah. is, I mean, that's you know, transitioning into that, that's the next driver. Um, yeah. You know, Federico was supposed to be in this season. Once again, not entirely sure. Um, hopefully get him on the show to talk about it. Um, but yeah, another driver that, that wasn't able to compete this year. The car is here. The car is still in America. Oh, it's it's here at PRI. Yeah, I think it's at the DEI booth. Um, I would love to see him back. He's a great personality. I haven't seen any official announcement. Uh, I've heard some talks about him coming back, but I, I would love to see him drive an FD again. And if he does, is it in the same car? Uh, I mean, I would think so. I, I know he's so got either. a Maserati that he's been building over in Europe, but uh, which would also be kind of sick. Uh, uh, I mean, <laughs> I'm down for all, like I said, all the weird cars. Yeah, here, no, I'm as, long weird as, cars. Uh, as long as people are ready to pilot them. And I know that <laughs> it's really tough on the budget to be able to develop these cars and bring them out to eight rounds and have strange things break on them. Uh, yeah. Not just the engines and transmissions, like even just the steering components where they're one off, they can't be easy to replace or, uh, or def to develop in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, looking at other drivers that maybe just did partial seasons. So um, Christophs, Christophs, uh, Christophs yeah. yeah, he, I think he came into the season knowing he was only going to do four rounds. I really want to see him do a full year. Uh, I talked about at the beginning of the year that he was going to be a bit of a disruptor. Fortunately, that, that prediction kind of fell flat. But I think doing a full yes season. No, though. <clears throat> I mean, disruptor in the sense where, like, you could feel the energy, like, just watching it when he was on the track. Yeah. It was like anything could happen. And he could just come out and lay down killer chases. Like, uh, he battled Odie, I guess, right? Mm, I think so, yeah. And it was just, I remember going, like, what is even happening right now? <laughs> you know? So uh, I really think that it would be great to see him at more events. Um, but the driver pool is getting large for next year. That's the other thing we need to touch on is the, the, there's a lot of drivers yeah. for next season. So Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so as of right now, I believe everybody's now. I've already talked about it. So yeah. uh, top three guys from ProSpec are going to make the jump. Right? Yeah. So Rudy, um, Rudy Hansen. Obviously, we talked about Ben as well. And then Andy, Andy Haitley. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, that's that's pushing that roster even more. FD has talked about caps before. They've run caps before for driver count. Um, sometimes it's worked, sometimes it hasn't. But I could easily see us getting close to 40 drivers for this season, which means there's going to be a bunch of guys going home real sad. Right. As a fan, uh, it's better. I mean, yeah. as much as buy runs are cool when people just go out and mat it for the fans, <laughs> like, I, I want to see battles. Everybody yeah. does. You want to see, you know, those tight chases. But... Uh, and the only way to do that is to make sure that the field is is full every event, and you know, with mechanical failures, with and we all know anything can happen in practice. Irwindale showed us that. Yeah, yeah. So any other team would have been out, other than RTR uh, with the Dean collision. I agree with that. So it's kind of uh, yeah. I don't I don't really know how it's all going to shake uh, shake out, but it's been. Well, we've only really heard there's only one driver stepping away as, as of right now, right? And that's that's Chelsea, right? And we've so, heard a lot more people coming in so than 
him stepping out. So Yeah. All right, all you podcast listeners, I managed to poke and prod Ryan Sage a little bit and save you some money on merch. So use code PODCAST23 at checkout. Save yourself 20% on your favorite FD merch with the hats, shirts, lanyards, whatever it is that you want. Use code PODCAST23 at checkout. Save that money. Get yourself some cool FD stuff, and we'll see you out there. Any any predictions on what driver you think would, is going to retire next? Uh, okay. If I had to say, if I would think Chris Forsberg, if he won a championship this year, would step uh, back. Okay. And I also think the same for Osbo. I think if oh. Osbo took another one home, I think he would hang his hat on it. Yeah, I mean, I feel like both of those guys have so much more going on outside of FD now that, like, not that FD by any means takes away from that, but they have a catch net That's right. that they could yeah. stop doing FD, stop promoting that part of their life and their driving career and still be okay. That's it. And and I like seeing all the stuff with Chris in particular that he has going on and, and right. driving uh, driving other series. And, and he's the team, right? Like he's still uh, yeah. building a team. So I'd like to see if he is going to retire, uh, which I mean, we don't know that that's going to happen, that he would still continue to run a team. That's a good point. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's obviously, I, I can see him, I can see him stepping away as a driver yeah. and, and maintaining a team, but I would think you would start to bring guys up into pro to coach. Like, I think that's, I think when you start seeing guys pull a driver in, partner up with them, team up with them, and then potentially even group, like very similar to like Odie's setup. If you were to ask me at the beginning of this year, it, I would say that Odie was going to retire. Like it, it looked that way. Like, okay, he's got a, a driver in prospect that he's grooming, right? He's got another driver in pro that he's working with. He could, hopefully, if everything worked out, step away, run the team, and have two pro drivers. And that's, that's what you do now. But a lot of people thought that that's what was going to happen with RTR. Right? That's a good a lot point. Of people thought that, that that Chelsea was going to to take that role of of the number one driver, and Vaughn would just run the team. And and with, I mean, Chelsea obviously that wasn't in his cards. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, who would you like to see? Not like to see retire. Obviously, who do you think would be the next one to uh, to call it? I think uh, so. There's two drivers that have been around for a long time that have been struggling recently, and I mean it's Ken and Kyle. Yeah. Um, both incredible, incredible people, um, and it, it like it hurts, but like you know, if you have to pick somebody, that those are the ones that make the most sense on paper to me. Where it's like I've had a good run, I put everything towards it. You know, I'm not getting any younger. I'm I'm not maybe as as quick, and and I don't have the reflexes anymore to do this. And unfortunately, I think what might do it is a bad wreck. Yeah, not like, like not anything to injure them. Yeah, but like exactly like a full rebuild where it's a financial strain, it's a physical strain, and then something happens and they just kind of go, "Why? I Why mean, am I still doing this to myself?" We know it's not going to be this season because Kyle's bringing out a new car, and in my opinion, <laughs> you're not going to bring out a new car just for one season, probably. No, so you're gonna... I mean maybe I mean maybe you do it for one year, you campaign it and work out some deal and and walk away. Ken looks like he's rebuilding again. Uh, yeah. I talked to him on the show about it. He said he's got no, he's not going anywhere. That's, that's a, that, those two episodes were the uh, I was kind of expecting those two guys to say something like about being tired yeah, and, and being but they didn't. ready and it was the exact opposite no, they were, they I want to go harder fired up so uh, yeah I mean I disagree <laughs> with the, I don't think I know, I, know. I don't go, which is what I don't, I, don't, about this. I don't think they're actually going to retire but I mean I don't think anybody's going to retire in the next uh, year or two no no I don't think so 
But I mean, we've been surprised before. We've had it where, you know, you come up to, to Long Beach and there's just a driver not there and a post comes out and says, hey, much as I really wanted to make it, whatever circumstance, I'm, I'm not going to be doing it anymore. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if there's going to be any retirements that way. So, um, do you see anything happening, any big team shifts? Um, I, I would like to see like some more drivers like just pair up. I think uh, so. If, if so, Jonathan Hurst has been teasing that XLR. Could we see him like team up with like a Taylor Hall? Where like yeah, they're they're similar. Uh, they're basically the same chassis. Let's be real here. Basically the same chassis. They're not super close to each other when it comes to like actual logistics, but they're not super far apart either. Right, they're both more or less privateers. Yeah. They both have like decent sponsor backing, but nothing massive. It kind of makes sense to me, right? I, I mean, I could see that matchup working well for both of them, right? And yeah. Like I said, we're having the same chat. Well, relatively the same chat. I mean, I might as well just chassis. say it's the same car. Yeah. yeah. Same car. <laughs> Sorry, Jonathan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, same car, and develop it together, and like I said, just kind of. Speaking to our point earlier, just kind of uh, everybody moving up together and makes it and, easier. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't really think of any other good matchups. Like I said, we were talking about Alec earlier. It'd be nice to see him team up with somebody um, just to kind of help both of the yeah the logistics and everything else. Yeah, like make, maybe him and a Jeff Jones or something. I know like yeah. they're not co-located. No, uh, but same thing chassis wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, I think that makes a, a big difference. Um, yeah, outside of that, I'm really not sure. I mean, maybe, yeah. um, you know, Zhao Berian could could pair up. Uh, That's true. I mean, that that could be one. I think I saw him today. I wasn't sure. I, sh- I didn't see the hat on. That's you know, like always the dead giveaway. I will. I'll say. I'll say it. Him and Matt, Matt Field, just because I think that would be the wildest pairing. Out there. <laughs> I think it would be the loudest one on grid. It would just. I think the Drift Cave did original development on that car, though. Did they? I. I Man, I'm struggling to to go yeah. back, but I think when it first came over, they they were doing some stuff with it. I just think, like strictly from a fan perspective, that would be interesting to me. I want more odd couples. Okay. Yeah, I just I want more odd couples, right? And like even even like Odie and Matt was like an odd couple. You had like kind of like this party party guy Matt, and then you had this very like dad technical Odie. Like that was cool to me. I enjoyed that, and and I think like in any racing series, you need those those juxtapositions when it comes to teammates because it it just brings something different and, and you can learn from each other. Okay. Like Matt's even talked about it like, you know, after pairing up with Odie, he thinks about suspension differently. Right. Well, even having Ben on the field team just because he's like he's so out there and loud yeah. and just like having a blast. It was fun this yeah. whole season. I think it I think it yeah. brought Odie out of his shell a little bit. And yeah. I mean kind of brought Simon out of his shell too. Like I agree. Simon is very I mean I've seen I've seen multiple sides of Simon, um, but for the most part, he's he's very cool, calm, collected. You know, just just hush hush almost. Yeah, very and, Norwegian. He's just very this, Norwegian. This season, he had let that emotion out, and it seemed mm-hmm. like you know it uh, it helped him. So, uh, I mean, is there anything going to happen with that third car with feel? Okay, going going back to drivers. There's two drivers okay. that I I forgot about, and I only remembered because. <laughs> Either that is Matt Kaufman, or he looks a lot like Matt Kaufman just walking oh, in. that's right. We forgot to Matt talk about Kaufman, if, if you guys don't know, if you're relatively new to FD, go back and watch Matt Kaufman's driving. It was scary. Like, it was scary fast. And from what I saw at Grid Life? Yes. Dude. <laughs> he at, was throwing back. He's uh... <laughs> Dude, it was wild yeah. watching what Matt Kaufman could do. I did get a chance to chat with him. 
this is not me like confirming anything. He was very emotional to get back behind the wheel and drive like at that caliber again and tandem with guys that he used to drive with. Like, yeah. it was an emotional time. And I think if he can just like, I think that might be the spark that could do it. And I would love to see it. And there's a lot of chatter coming uh, from people that have previously stepped out, stepped away. Yeah. There are drivers that, you know, I'd love to see them back and people are rumoring might come back. I mean... Are you talking about Nate Hamilton? Or? I could be. Yeah, I could be. <laughs> I know, I know. You want to give it... I'll give it away. Yeah, that's another driver we've seen drive more this year than he ever has. And I, you know, I think the... the we talked about the LZ World Tour doing dabbling in some competition, doing quite well in doing that competition. Well, yeah. It's, man, it's... Competition driving is a drug. And you get a little taste again, right? Yeah. You, you, you go clean, you get your finances back together, you stop living in a truck... And then, you know, you, you, get the, you get your business all set up. And the next thing you know, you get a little taste of that drug again. And you're back on the road. <laughs> and you're missing birthdays. And you're forgetting <laughs> stuff because you're back racing. And, yeah. and I think, but, you know, Nate Hamilton, he's, he's had a taste of, of the, the racing drug again. And winning, right? Yes. That taste of winning, that's where it, it gives you that confidence back to like, all right, I can do it. I can, you know, hang with these guys. I, I feel like putting the effort in because it's that's the thing that a lot of people uh, don't really realize is, is the effort in time. It's more than just showing up on race weekend. It is all year long as oh, we are here in December and everybody's, you know, hustling to get sponsors for next year and stuff. It's all year round. So if he's willing to, to put in that uh, time and effort, I could, I would love to see him back in the sport. Yeah. I mean, just in the time that we've been sitting here, we've seen three or four drivers and Dara was just here. Um, obviously we saw Alec. I mean, we, the, the drivers are here. They're still working. They're they're at work right now. Yeah, right. We, we should have done this uh, tomorrow after we walked around and got some more rumors out of people. Ah, I know, <laughs> I know. Yeah. I mean, maybe we have to do. I, here's here's what it is. It's setting us up for next year. That's it. Right. I think I think we'll, that's, we'll do that's it a day later. We'll just uh, we'll go out to uh, the bar and <laughs> just come talk. back. We'll yeah. just do it live then. Uh, you hold the camera. I'll just give the little lav mic thing. We'll we'll duct tape it to something silly. Maybe we'll roll up this sign and just like shove it in people's faces with a mic on the end of it, I think that'd be good. Um, on the last point of drivers, uh, just because, uh, you know, I'm Canadian, I'd love to see uh, somebody from up north come in, come yeah. or come back in, right? Um, whether that's on the prospect level or pro, uh, just get some some more representation from up north. Yeah, yeah, I don't I don't disagree. I think, uh, I, I mean, biased, like Riley Sexsmith would be sick to see come yeah. back. Uh, I think that that he could potentially hold that license for a bit longer. Like I don't know, I don't know what the the regulation, but I'm sure if he petitioned and said he's coming back, there wouldn't be an issue. I mean, we saw the car; uh, it's still there, it still works, it still runs, still drives, <laughs> right? still drives. And he seemed and, quite happy behind the wheel at the LZ World Tour in Toronto. So yeah, yeah, I know there's a lot of guys moving into Pro Two. Uh, I've been trying to keep track of that. I think that's going to require its own episode. I and think it, so. It's and, it's too much. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think there's just so much um, there's so much change in that, and and not to sound terrible, but like you, you'll get like sixty guys announcing to go on to pro prospect, and then like forty show up because there's a lot that can go on, and those guys this is their first big driving right. commitment, so it can definitely be difficult. There's another rumor mill we could get into. Where's Mike Kojima going? <laughs> I don't know if he can hear me. Um, I mean, obviously he was working with the Sorensons. Ooh. We didn't even put this on the notes. No, we didn't. Um, judges. Right. So. So this is your area here. I, don't, okay. I have no idea what's happening. I haven't heard anything. Okay, I, so yeah. two major things happened in the FD judging room, okay? 
One of them has to, the judge, one doesn't. So if you guys aren't aware, uh, Ryan Lontane retired. That part I know. Right, is, so... You know, there's my Canadian representation leaving. Yeah, so <laughs> that opens up a gap. Yeah, The right. other person that left is Pat. Pat is race control. So as much as, like, that's not somebody that you guys are, are familiar with or know of, you know, Pat obviously, you know, runs the show from, from up in the tower, and he's the one who gets cars to line and all that stuff. So there's those two people for sure that you have to replace. Now, I think on the judging side of things, um, it would be very easy to move um, Sean Adriano over. Okay, and then just fill and then, the driver's steward. Yeah, fill the driver's steward, which could be somebody else. Um, you know, it, it, yeah. that could be the case. And then obviously you still need a race control. Very difficult to find someone like that. You need somebody who is, who's knowledgeable, knowledgeable in drifting. Maybe you see somebody else within FD's organization. Maybe one of the track guys moves up you know, into that spot, who knows the operation, knows yeah. the radio call, stuff like that. So that could be it. The tinfoil hat one. <laughs> yeah. If I can tinfoil hat Let's this go. one. Chelsea Denofa retires. So who, this, <laughs> I was waiting for you to stop talking because just as a fan, this is where I'm going. That's where I'd like to see him. The, yeah. The guy who I, I feel like <laughs> he was very critical of the judges, being a judge would be the ultimate for me. Yeah. Just having ultimate driver representation in that booth a guy that has recently knows what it takes to win, knows what these cars have to go through, what these drivers have to go have to go through, yeah. and being able to 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 you know, I, show that. And then I I wonder if that would change his outlook on things as well. I mean, it may be, but and we've got. I mean, there's more than just him too. Like a JTP, yeah, J, JTP oh, could geez. he yeah. could jump back up. You could get maybe like a, a Sam Hubinet or like somebody from previously. I I don't know. I I don't know the case. Um, the other one that goes even more tinfoil hat, believe it or not, than Chelsea Denofa is, you know who Chelsea Denofa's spotter is? No. A guy named Reese. If you, Reese, uh, Reese does a lot of like breakdowns of FD okay. and drifting and stuff like that and is very knowledgeable. That, that could be somebody. That, that definitely could be somebody. I mean, he's not doing much now unless he just moves over. I mean, RTR may retain him because of how brilliant he is. Um, but I'm not sure. Speaking of FD rumors, uh, walking through the door right now, door, Mr. Rad yeah. Dan, all the all the all the FD guys here. What's up, buddy? So not really a rumor anymore. We already no, know Rad's no, coming it's back. Announced, uh, yeah. Rumor is though he is getting claws inserted into his hands to become Wolverine. So that's the <laughs> rumor we're gonna we're gonna stick with. So. <laughs> so I'm hoping we see a livery at one event next year. Just I think Wolverine. I I think I think yeah. we need to see a Wolverine livery or just hidden in there somewhere. Yeah. There's got to be something. So. But yeah, this like just shows you. I mean, we've been this here for wild, yeah. you know 30, 40 minutes and we're just FD spotting. I mean, I like this. I could just sit here all day and do it. In our little fishbowl. Yeah, in our little fishbowl. So yeah, I, I think the, the judging tower could be could be definitely interesting. Um I I I mean the other thing that we could even talk about is like rules and regulations. I haven't seen anything major. I haven't heard any major talks. I feel like they would announce we know that those. there's something coming about the body panel latching. <laughs> right. Just uh, Obviously, <laughs> just to clarify it and make yeah. it, you know, a little bit more, less ambiguous. Um, I, yeah. But other than that, I don't see, I don't know of any major changes that I would want, really. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I felt like the, the flow of the event seemed pretty good other than weather this year. Um, yeah, weather was, I mean, weather's yeah. always an issue, though. Weather, like, you can't, that's just the one thing we can't fix unless we just did it inside stadiums. I mean, which would also be cool. There's a rumor. Not for all of them. Just like, you know, <laughs> no, just one, one or two. Yeah. I mean, I, th I think 
it would be rude for us not to like reference like what Driftmasters did. And, and yeah. you know, a, a solid point to this is very different to rent out a stadium in Poland than it is to rent out a stadium 100%. somewhere in America. I hear they're cheap in Canada. I'm just going to say it. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Hey. Dude, I, I want Canada back on the <laughs> map so much. Just selfishly. Just selfishly. Yeah, just yeah. for our travel. Yeah. I, I think... I think that would be. I think that would be sweet. I mean, would be another one. Like, what tracks? What tracks could we add? I mean, there was conversations. I think Sonoma was supposed to be on the list before, um, before COVID. At one point, there was talks about that. Maybe uh, what would be sick? Las Vegas does a lot of work to build that racetrack, and it's just sad that there's only one race going on. Yeah, that is just sitting there. Yeah. Could you yeah. imagine just like one of those big sweepers, just one corner, that's all it is, just one outer zone around the sphere <laughs> and just guys tandeming around that? That being said, uh, I don't know how much you follow uh, about hockey. But when we put a hockey team there, there was a little thing called the, the Vegas flu that <laughs> yeah. the visiting teams got. So I wonder if that would play into um, the event as well between, you know, practice and qualifying and yeah day. i mean there's a lot to do in vegas that's from it. my understanding that being said if you crash out early hey yeah I mean, try your luck somewhere else that's right it. yeah hundred you got any other notes anything else major we got through all my notes and uh, and a little bit extra i, I mean so. um last uh, last bit any other international drivers that you uh think are coming in i would love to, i would love to see the shanahan's come over um i'd love to see there's a driver uh uh out of the european series obviously uh Torne Cavilla. Um, that's that's just wild. Um, what about I, Piotr? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and maybe that's the next driver at RTR. Can you imagine both of them reunited I mean, in Mustangs? I would like to see that. That would be something. From my understanding, the the Vothaus rig is still in America. Interesting. Yeah, I did talk to him about it, and, and he said he'd be open to it. So he didn't say no. He didn't say no. He so you're telling no. me there's a chance. Yeah. <laughs> so you're telling me there's a chance. Yeah, I I think. I think I'd, I would love to see him come over. I'd love to see some yeah. more Japanese drivers come over. I just... Yeah, that's hell part. I, I also just want to see a... That, that RSR thing really sparked my brain, and I would very much like to see a better FIA championship where it's like a true representation. Like a world championship. Four yeah. drivers from every country. I agree. You know, even if you have to, like, qualify them out where, you know, we're a top 64, but four drivers from every country, they all get together... And and compete, you know, and do it right in the middle of the season. Yeah, yeah. Or, or I mean, <laughs> at the end, like maybe maybe they go down to the Arab Emirates or something like that and compete in in January or February, and that way it gives everybody time to ship their cars down. I'd like to see it with a couple of different layouts so you can run through those. But I mean, these are all ideal state scenarios. What about you? I mean. Yeah, I mean, I think that's it for me. Yeah. I just wanted to uh, get that Piotr thing out there. <laughs> <laughs> just because it, I, I, I'd like to see him back. I'd like to see him in something different, just that, that disruptor part that we all kind of cling to. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, I'm glad we got to do this, man. Um, yeah. Thank you for all your hard work this season. Obviously, like, you know, we're going to renew you next year as well to cut clips. <laughs> Good to know. To get I mean, everything I'm together. Big fan of the show. Yeah. Seen every episode. Yeah. You know? <laughs> He's literally the first person to see it. I don't yeah. even watch them after. Yep. Sorry, drivers, for the clips, but, you yeah. know, I got to do what I got to hey, do. Hey, hey, everyone's got a job, right? That's it. So, all right, your job is to get as, as many views as possible. So That's it. I got it's working. As a fan, I got to give the people what they want. So. Yeah. Well, we'll throw, we'll throw a couple of Kyle's social stuff down in the show notes as sure. well to give a bit of a shout out. Um, but yeah, this is, uh, I loved, I love that PRI invited us out to do this. It was 100%. super cool. Um, I mean, obviously you're going to listen to this in the future, but if you saw me around the show, 
Come say hi. I got the hat on for at least one day. I got my going to business mode tomorrow. Take glad, the hat off. Uh, we're glad you said hi. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for, <laughs> yes. for everybody that stopped us. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, appreciate it. Sorry I didn't bring hats. I got <laughs> stickers. Um, yeah, you're yeah. welcome for your stickers. Well, and thank you to everybody for following the podcast. I mean, yeah. when we first started it, uh, we weren't sure how we had it would no idea what was going to yeah, happen. Exactly. So yeah. uh, it's been a lot of fun for myself to get the information a couple days before the rest of you guys <laughs> and then have to hold my tongue for a couple days. But uh, it's definitely been a fun ride and next year will hopefully be even better. Sick. Well, thank you again, everybody, for listening and watching. Just a quick reminder, last episode of the year is going to come out December 20th. So be the episode after this. And we're going to start up in, in uh, going to start up in January. So that is the plan as of right now. We don't know when. Sounds like we got a pretty killer guest to yeah, kick things think, off, though. Uh, I think everyone's going to yeah. be pretty happy with the first guest. I think so. So Cool. Thanks again, guys. All right. Thanks, Kyle. Thanks, everybody, for watching. And we'll catch you on the next one. See ya.